I mean, it's a soccer movie. Uh, I'm not gonna That's care. true. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares about soccer. You know what people do care about? Ghosts and huffing gas. That's fuck. <laughs> you fucking fucker. That one scene he says fucker at the end of every single line of dialogue to Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> He's like a teenager that just learned how to swear. I know, I have a police writing you, you fucking idiot. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to the bedroom. Oh, so funny. Dick, let's discuss the Frighteners and Blue Velvet no. on... Hello, citizens. Welcome to Hollywood is Dead, episode 156, The Frighteners and, and Blue Velvet. I keep wanting to say versus and Blue Velvet. Phoenix no, West. Tick, tick it. He, he's eating. Looks like marshmallows. What are you eating? <laughs> Almonds, okay. Yeah. From your own farm. Yeah. I want a baggie of almonds. Half a pound right here. Damn. Actually, no, it's about three pounds. Holy shit. <laughs> you, you you just pulled out a bag that's like, you get arrested for distributing. <laughs> like, yeah. That is huge. You go to prison a long time, so. Yeah. Holy shit. You bastard. Yeah. Important almonds here. Um, all right, so I chose a movie from 96. You chose one from 86. Kind of not on purpose. No. Other than that, I can't name any similarities here. I want to think that there are a few, but I can't. I can't name any. Uh, mystery? They're both mysteries? I guess. <laughs> like Most movies yeah. have some sort of mystery, some sort of intrigue. Because I, I saw, did you watch that video I sent you with Paul Giamatti? Yes, I he did watch that. Closet, and he was in the closet. He goes, I watched this movie three times and didn't realize there was a story. Blue Velvet. Because I just watched it for the acting. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's a Norse story in this. Oh, it's fascinating. And it's funny because the whole time he's holding it, it's so far away. Yeah. And the camera, I funny. thought he was holding the Seven Samurai. Yeah. And I was like, you didn't realize there was a story in Seven Samurai? That's really all you're getting out of Seven Samurai is the story. Right. Yeah. The acting, <laughs> I don't know if it lets you speak Japanese. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I did watch it, and then, of course, I, I was like... Because when I saw these in the Criterion Collection, you said this is a surprise. I'm like, I know what he's going to pull out. Yeah. It was either going to be Manchurian or Seconds. But I'm glad he pulled out Seconds, because it, it needs... Well, seconds. It needs more that's eyeballs on it. Yeah. But he's right. He said, he said exactly what I've been saying over the years. Of, that guy's in yeah. one scene, and he steals, yeah. the, he steals the fucking movie. It's, yeah. it's incredible. And he doesn't really do much in that scene, honestly. <laughs> but he's so good in it. Well, he's a good actor. That guy, he's in, he's in Jaws. He's the mayor in Jaws. And he's in a movie called yeah. The FBI Story with, with Jimmy Stewart, which is a good movie. He's in other Frankenheimer movies, too. Yeah, he's in, he's in stuff. You just got to look for him. I don't know his name off the top of my head, though. I couldn't tell you. Murray Abraham? Murray. F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> no, it's Murray something. Murray um, Sather? IMDb. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. Murray Sather. Mur Murray Williams. Murray Hamilton. Murray Hamilton. When he first said that, I was picturing uh, Arthur Hamilton, who's the character that John Randolph plays. 
And oh. I was like, no, he's in the whole beginning part. I don't know what you're talking about, the ending. And then I was like, oh, he's talking about the actor. Yeah. Took me a second, but yeah. Took you a second to figure out you're talking about seconds. Oh, shit. No, that's wordplay. Took me a few seconds, is what I should have said. To understand Damn. that. But I had never seen Blue Velvet before. Okay. We're discussing the Frighteners first. Oh, I had seen the Frighteners before. Okay. Do you want to discuss Blue Velvet first? I can switch. No, no, no. We can talk about Frighteners. It's fine. Uh, Did you watch the director's cut of the Frighteners, or did you watch the theatrical cut? I watched the director's cut. I did, too. And for the life of me... I think I know what the scenes were. Can't tell you the difference. No. I think there was added stuff with the ghosts. Like, there's more jokes. Well, the problem with me is I've only really seen... I've seen the original cut, but I've mostly watched the director's cut. Right. Same thing with Reindeer Games, and we did that episode. I've mostly yeah. seen... So I don't... I think of that as the movie. I don't think of the the original right. cut. Like, if they did a director's cut of Shawshank, we'd both be like, ah! <laughs> we'd, we'd catch those scenes, exactly, but... Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just the, it's the version I know, so okay, I didn't... The director's cut of Shawshank would be like a scene that has a different light. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's it. I knew it. That lamp was not that, blue. That lamp was not there before. Nah. You got, I'm, I'm going to go pitch loaf. And this stuff better be out of here. You get to point with your right nice. hand and switch to your left. <laughs> exactly. That's that flaw that they do in that movie. Oh, my God. They finally fixed it. It was driving me crazy. They didn't fix, though, the bullet hole that well. Well, they said they did. They said they did, but it, they moved it a little bit. Yeah, what a waste of time, just like the Inside Number 9 episode. Oh, no, they fixed the bullet hole, but they didn't fix the hand. Okay. That's what it was. Because I've seen, I'm like, oh, they, oh, no. (laughs) They They took the tube shots, but they didn't (laughs) remove the bodies. It's one of those. My God. Um, Frighteners, though, did you see this in theaters? No. I could, I don't think I did either. I think this was a video discovery for me. Yeah. Because I remember, I think I saw the trailer in the theater. I was like, oh, that looks good. I want to see that. And I never did. Because I felt like this was an August release. But I don't know. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. When, when was this movie released? Well, I guarantee What's this the- is one of the movies I tried to get my parents to take me to. Right. But this is the poster. This is the reason I rented the movie was because of this the poster. Cover. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting looking. It's got, it had that pop-out yeah. art. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, exactly. At the video was, store. Yeah. And no. you get, and uh, you can even buy that, uh, the VHS like that, and I had that. Yeah. I'm kind of upset I don't have that anymore. But this came out. Um, I can't find it for 99 cents in some of your stores in Arizona. Where the hell's the date? Here it is. Uh, July 19th, 96. Wow, July 19th. Yeah, the pop yeah. art was the yeah. selling point. Because the skull was, like, the ridges on the, the eyebrows and the nose and all this was pop out, and the frighteners was pop out. Looks just like Jake Busey. <laughs> It looks like Willem Dafoe, honestly. Yeah, it does. More than Willem Dafoe anything else. Can you um, imagine though, in some alternate universe that Jake Busey got along with Peter Jackson so well. He's a hobbit. That he, he ended up being Aragorn. Yeah. Not nah, as bad as Aragorn. It'd be way worse. Can you imagine that? He's just... We really felt like Jake Busey was going to make this movie a, a tremendous success and end up making no money. We never made two towers. Didn't get my best picture. Best director. I didn't get my big picture. I never made King Kong. I went back to making horror movies in New Zealand, and that was it. <laughs> Dead Alive 2. That's the alternate universe. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank God for Dead Alive 2. <laughs> no, I just, I, I want to say something controversial, I think. Mm. But I feel like if you watch this movie enough, you'll probably get it. 
This yeah. is Jake Busey's movie. It is, yeah. Him and Jeffrey Combs are the best part of this movie. Yes, I would agree. Jeffrey Combs, 100%, is like my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Well, I don't mind my... I, I, rewatching this, I hadn't seen it in a long time. Oh. I will say that Michael J. Fox does do a good job. He's in great, it. yeah. He's actually really good in it, and I was kind of surprised at how good he was. For, for And this is his last movie. Yeah. This is basically his last movie because the Parkinson's started to take over. No, he started, he's really on Spin tell. City. Well, I mean, he, he didn't make any more movies. He I'm just saying, TV. like, yeah, yeah, when you watch him on Spin City, though, you see the Parkinson's take over. Well, yeah, he started. Yeah, he starts to do the. But yeah, he's. It's, it's bad. I mentioned my wife is watching the was watching the Good Wife, uh, and he's on that show. Oh. And he's playing the entire five, six, seven, whatever season run of that show. He's supposed to be dying, and he lives through the whole thing. But he, my my wife goes. It, this this guy is playing this like he's doing a mentally deficient dude like actor and she's like and she sent me the thing and I'm like that's Michael J Fox that guy literally has Parkinson's he's not doing that a bit does she never does she never see Back to the Future no she's never seen it what she grew up on an island man she didn't watch movies they have fucking everybody knows what Back to the Future is nope. That's like a universal movie. The fucking aliens know what Back to the Future is. Can I say how many times I've watched the I've watched the Frighteners so much that when I think of Michael J. Fox, Back to the Future is secondary to me. Well, you're like the only person. But no, that's why I said. Yeah, this is just me. It's obviously a better movie, but the Frighteners is my first thing I think of. Well, I think uh, the one that nobody gives me credit for for me uh, is Greedy. Greedy or. I like Greedy a lot. I think God. Greedy's an underrated classic. I think he's great in this, and uh, especially now that I've seen uh, yeah. the, what, God damn, what is that, the Palma movie? Casualties of War. Now that I've seen that, I'm like, God damn, he's a good oh. actor. Yeah, yeah. You realize like how good he actually is, and how, yeah. you're even more sad <laughs> because of what happened well, to him. You know, it's Casualties of War, Teen Wolf, yeah, <laughs> the Back go. to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> Some yeah, movie called Back to the Future yeah. or something, I don't know. Little movie called Back to the Future. Yeah. Eric Stoltz rules. <laughs> We're Stoltz fanatics on this show. We don't. We don't. We don't buy that Back to the Future with Michael J. Fox. We're also J- Justin Bateman fans. So back, Teen Wolf two. Yeah. Teen Wolf two, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Teen Wolf. Fuck that shit. Teen Wolf two. T O O. T W O. Was it a two double double? Yes, it's so was? stupid. Oh, yes. No. Oh my god. Oh, and that was yeah. a hit. Teen Wolf was a hit, which is why they have a T-O-O. Yep. It's because he's a Teen Wolf two. Was the yeah, joke of the teen, title? In teen Wolf two though. Was it his dad was it Wolf or was that Teen Wolf one? I it's that's one. Is it because I don't I get those two movies confused because I think I watched them once when I was a kid and I never ever watched them again. I think I've seen two a couple more times than the first one, but oh we're talking God. like two times versus three times right. or four times. Yeah. So it, it, they were not my movies, but yeah, I, I have. There's a lot of '80s movies that people love, and I'm just like, I can't do it. Yeah, uh, what's the Kevin Bacon Footloose? I don't give right, a shit. Yeah, I don't care for Footloose. I don't care. I'm not a big Goonies person. I was as a kid, then I was like, oh, this movie sucks. I, don't, I wouldn't say it sucks, but it's, just, it's fine. It's not, not yeah. that, it's not amazing. It's yeah. kind of annoying. And I just think it's weird that they take home a, a giant, retarded, 
man at the end of the movie is kind of odd. The guy who was chained in the attic being fed candy bars for decades. Yeah, yeah. Played for the Bears. Yeah. Well, he was an ex-Oakland Raider. Was it just Raiders? I thought it was Bears, too. Maybe both. I don't know. I swear he was a Raider. Oakland Raiders. He didn't live too much longer. No, sadly. (laughs) Yeah, but... um, No, the Goonies, I was like, this movie fucking sucks. And then, like, ten years went by, and I finally watched it, like, two years ago, I'd say. Show it to my daughter. Yeah. I'm like, I'm hating this for no reason. Like, it's good. I mean, it's a kid. It's a fun kids movie, but just I, I'm not a fun kids movie person. I don't like, like. I don't really watch animated movies. Yeah. I just I can't do it. I try. Like, I, I mean, I consider Wally to be one of the greatest animated movies of all time. I'd say uh, Inside Out. See, I haven't seen that. So that's fantastic. That's like I hear it's yeah, I hear it's really good, but I just don't. I don't see myself sitting down to watch it. I, I liked it because it was about depression. And I was like, this is fucking soul-crushing, this movie. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, is yeah. brutal. But, yeah, I, did, I never liked E.T. I, I, I can't... Right. Oh, I never saw E.T. I, it's, I never saw E.T. Ever? Until oh. well, I finally saw it. I saw it when eh. I was like 37 or 38. I saw it on a beach in Long, in Long Beach. I went and saw a screening on a beach. <laughs> That's when I saw it for the first time. Uh, so I was like, okay, that's a good movie. It's fine. I was like, okay, that's that's sweet. I watched it a lot because we had the VHS. And remember, remember those uh, blank cases, but they're brown. VHS ones are plastic, like the Disney ones, the Disney white ones. The clamshell, yeah, the clamshell, but they're the generic, and it was brown. And I opened it up, and the only reason I watched ET so much because I was really young, like five six, is because the front, the part that goes up on the VHS, you know, was green. So I'm like, ooh. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then I'd be like, <laughs> staring at the fucking boring movie. E.T. Well, I sucks. That. <clears throat> I love that YouTube clip where it's without E.T. without the music. And it's yeah. like the boringest thing you'll ever watch. You're just like, oh my God, John yeah. Williams saved that movie. Yep. I'll be right here. Don't fucking touch me with that fucking uh-huh. perverted long finger, you little asshole. Fucking pedophile. Yeah. Uh, Frighteners, though. I'm looking at you. Frighteners, I've seen 40, 50 times. I don't know. Wow, I've only seen it probably three times. Oh, wow. No, this is is a staple for me. It's not in my top 100, but it is one I fucking love to watch. I enjoy it. It's a great, it's a fun movie. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a fun movie, and I do like it. It's just like, it's one of those movies where it's like, I've seen it two or three times. Like, okay, and I rewatched it all the way through the director's cut. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't think I was going to do it. I didn't think I was going to make it. I thought I was going to fall asleep. But I ended up watching it. I was like, oh, this is fun. I enjoyed it. I like I like the not taking itself seriously attitude. Right. While at the same time, they kind of make... He, he makes he does a good job of making the reality of it scary. Like the serial killer couple. Right. Like, yeah. That shit actually dark, works. It's a fucking it's dark a movie. Dark movie. It's yeah. a dark movie. But it takes so long for them to reveal that. Yeah. That you're like drawn into the zaniness and, and like the shit starts to hit the fan from Michael J. Fox. He get, goes in prison. And he goes to like depression where he's like, "You're better yeah. off without me, Lucy. Just fuck off." Yeah. He basically, <laughs> basically, uh, his wife is murdered. His wife has number carved in her forehead with his fucking retractable blade yeah. that they stole. But it's all like told as a story by other characters. Right. Jeffrey Combs tells him that story. Yeah. You don't see it. 
until the no, until later. the last like yeah. twenty minutes is fucking brutal. Because yeah. he's got the he's pulling out the shotgun and he's seen the flashbacks of the massacre at the hospital. Yeah, the massacre at the hospital. He's like, oh my god, this is fucking. They weren't even safe in the chapel, dark. which is a terrifying line. <laughs> and Jeez. then the but then he also he, he's on the ground. And he's like gets the you know gets hit in the head and he starts to see his wife and he realizes that. Um, what is her name, Mary? What's the girl's name? The, uh, the woman's dead, or the woman's alive. Patricia. Trisha. He realizes that she was with Jake Busey. Jake Busey would kill them, but she would carve in the numbers, and that's what happened to his right. wife. D. Wallace Stone. D. Wallace. Just, Who looked hot in this movie. She did. She um, really did. She did. Now, there's something about her. She's, she's crazy. She's hot. Remember we talked she's about how she removed she's the stone from her name? Yes. She's just D. Wallace now. D. Wallace. Well, because she's dead. Her husband died. Her husband so died. She's, she's just... alive. No, she's still alive. But well, she's yeah. in a bunch of fucking uh, um, popcorn, like, uh, popcorn classics. She's Howling and... E.T. E.T. Yeah, fuck, we just talked about E.T. Fuck, that's right. Critters. I mean, she's in a bunch of stuff. She's just one of those ladies. Um, Rob Zombie. Every Rob Zombie movie now. Oh, is you. she? <laughs> she's in every one of those movies. And she's just good. She's always been a good actor. Yeah. And it's like, she doesn't care about, she's like, she doesn't care about genres to do anything. Wow, I just pulled her up. Yeah, she's in the Munsters. She's, yeah, yeah, no shit. Oh, she's Ugh. in Jeepers Creepers he's, Reborn. Oh, oh, that's right. She was. That's a terrible movie. Three from Hell. G- if, if three from Hell, yeah, that's a bad movie. I haven't seen. I didn't see that one though. I saw the thirty-three. I'm sorry. I've only seen his first two movies and then the two Halloweens. And that's it. That's all you need. You don't need to see any more. I skip the rest. Oh, she's in Love and Mercy, a movie I. I that's I, right. The, I'm the, the biggest the fan of Beach Boy. I guarantee Boy. I'm the biggest fan of that movie in the world. <laughs> like, uh, I think it has a following. Uh, that's not a Beach Boys fan. How about that? I'm a Beach Boys yeah, fan, but like in general. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Lords of Salem. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, she's in all of those movies. <laughs> had no idea. Of... Well, oh, yeah, she was she in. She was that role. Rob Zombie was older than us. Halloween. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes sense that he would put her in there. She was a staple of that genre of that time that he's Rob obsessed Zombie, with. Rob Zombie is approaching sixty. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. So he was... Oh, she's in The Skateboard Kid 2. Oh. It's a fantastic movie. She had to keep her sag, buddy. Um, she had to keep her sag. Uh, Twally's on 85. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was in the episode... Maybe we saw it. Wish we Bank. Didn't. We haven't seen that one yet. No, we didn't see that one. Huh? We did see Wish Bank. Oh, God, yeah, what's Wish did. Bank? Wish Bank was the one where she's at the, fl- <laughs> she's at the flea market with the other actress that's in a bunch of stuff, and she rubs the... the, the um, the lamp, and she goes to like I said, it's like a bank. And it's all basically uh, oh, okay, so you have three one wishes. of those, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you have three wishes, and the first wish you could be negating the first, and then she basically wishes the wishes away, and she gets sent back to her. How is that the one show you like that we do that you just are on top of it? I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I'm glad you are because it's the one I have no memory of. Like we watch yeah. them, I'm like that was fine. Memory erased. We've seen, <laughs> like, we've seen TC. I think we've seen most of TZ eighty five. I feel like we counted it last time, and we're about halfway. I think we've seen most of them. Do you remember? Like we, maybe we went over know. the numbers. No, we'll find out yeah. in uh, uh, next week. 
Because we're doing TZ... Next year. No, next week we're doing... Or two weeks from now, we're doing TZ 59 in 2002. We're doing the Christopher oh. Titus episode, finally. Oh, right. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. It's on, the, it's on the schedule online. All right, good. But the Frighteners. Uh, I love the sense of humor. Uh, they have the ghosts. They have uh, Stuart. There's um, Cyrus. And then there's the judge, who is yeah. uh, John, John Aston. And I didn't appreciate the makeup until I, I just started watching the four and a half hour documentary about it. Right. Yeah. But they show the makeup going on John Aston, and I was like, holy shit, that looks good. That's Rick like, Baker. They had it hanging there, and he's got the yeah, hole, and they, and they spend Rick like Baker five minutes inserting yeah. the jawbone into the makeup. And he's like, yeah. And, and the whole time, John Aston's going, this is so cool looking. <laughs> he's, yeah. just a, he's like, and you hear the voiceover of him talking, going, I spent a lot of time in makeup on the different shows I do. This was definitely the coolest. Like, he was so excited to be part of this. Right. That's so funny. And you can tell because he's having a ball on, on in the movie. Yeah, yeah. But Arlie Ermey. Yeah, Arlie Ermey's great. He pops up out of nowhere. He's the reason I picked this movie because remember I said I was in California and I saw Arlie Ermey Road. And I was thinking of him right. and thought of this movie. And I was like, yeah, let's watch that. I haven't seen it in a while. What a connection. It was it was a connection. It's better than you. Uh, yeah, but Blue Velvet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it. That's why I picked it. This is a yeah. rare occasion where I've seen both of the movies tonight. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to because I always wanted to watch it. I just never like was like, okay, because it's not a movie you're like, I'm going to watch Blue Velvet. Yeah. I want to watch that. That's what I want to watch. The only it's reason like, I've seen you know, Blue Velvet is because when I watched Lost Highway, I was like, this is a, I, I was obsessed with it. And then I was like, I'm going to watch his other movies. And yeah. I went, this was a mistake. <laughs> and then I saw Blue Velvet, like one of the last ones I did. Because I saw Elephant Man. I'm like, that's a good movie, but I don't ever want to see that again. Right. Yeah, it's very sad. It's, it's a very, it's his most professional looking movie. Where he's restrained. It's his most, I would say, it's his most uh, commercial movie. Which is weird because Mel Brooks Brooks, fucking uh, produced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, Blue Velvet, I think, is his most, I think it's like his best movie. Uh, I would say a lot of people consider it his best movie, yeah. It's not my favorite by four movies, I'd say, because I like both Twin Peaks, well, was, Firewalk, it was and it was nominated for best director yeah. for an Oscar. And this is our second David Lynch movie on the show because we did Dune. Yes. No, it's our third. Wild that heart. No, Wild the heart was on a B movie battle. Yeah, but, well, we still I'm did. Just, it. Yeah, you're right. I'm just saying on this show. It counts. I count all these as one giant episode. One giant. You can say that, and that, that's fine. But I am going to correct you on. <laughs> Fine. For the for the historian in my brain that nobody gives yes. a shit about. No, but it's all ten thousand episodes that we've done. And I don't think we're ever gonna do like the two David Lynch movies I genuinely love, which are Lost Highway and Mulholland Drive. Uh well we could do that. I don't really want to. I don't know if we want to, I don't know if I could do that. I need a break. I need like you need a David Lynch break in between movies. I still need to watch Twin Peaks. That's the thing that I really I really want to do when the show sit down. Yeah. Oh, it's like, worth it. The whole thing. Yeah, I, I definitely want to watch Twin Peaks one of these days. I, I watched never it, got around to it when it was on the air. Wow. Not like obsessively, but I remember seeing it. Yeah. And then I saw it again when it came out on uh, VHS. Like yeah. I, I caught the first season. That's how you could find back then. 
Um, I had to get it from the library. It was the only place I could get it. Um, and then I saw the first two seasons, the first season and like the second half or the second season, the first part. And I never got to finish it. Like, I kept getting close, but, like, something would come up where just I couldn't finish it. And finally, yeah, when... library. A couple years ago, season three, and I sat down, I'm like, I'm fucking watching this. <laughs> like, all the way through. Right. And I watched it. And I was like, that was good. Not great. Season three, the Showtime one, is interesting. Mm. Um, definitely worthwhile because he directed all 18 episodes. That's the best part of it. Right. But then I watched the movies, the Twin Peak, Twin, uh, yeah, the Firewalk Fire, with Me, with me yeah. and the Missing Scenes. The It's all the deleted right. scenes from uh, Firewalk with Me. Okay. Firewalk with Me is maybe my second favorite David Lynch movie now. Oh, wow. Okay. But if you consider The Missing Pieces a movie, that's my second favorite because that was better than Firewalk with Me. All the deleted scenes are better than the actual movie. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, she and I realized, holy shit, the the Laura Palmer. Sorry, I don't know her name. Laura Palmer, the girl who plays her, is such a good fucking actress. Like, holy shit. Cheryl Finn or something like that. Yeah, there's Cheryl a couple. Finn. Yeah, something like that. But she's so good. And don't we have a new video, a behind the scenes footage of uh, of Twin Peaks with with uh, with? Uh, I would if I saved that. Oh, you didn't save it. Oh, never mind then. No, I didn't get a chance. Shut but... the fuck. Fuck. Seems too fucking long. Fuck you. Shut up. Well, hold up. on. I'm going to pull it up. Um, yeah, could you explain what <laughs> what was that I from? I thought I found it on Instagram feed. Like the Instagram feed where they have these like, random clips. And that was on there. And we have the don't watch a movie on your fucking phone. And then we have another David Lynch, um, I think. I can never find that clip. So the other clip where, he where goes, is that um, goddamn? Oh, here it is. Okay, we're talking to a monkey. Hold on, hold on. All right, all right. Here's the clip that we're talking about. I can't get any bigger, so we're gonna watch it from the Instagram page. Cut the time down. What is this with everybody? What is it? Really? You got no sound? No sound. Why isn't there sound? Let's try this. I'm, not, I'm serious. There's sound on the audio on the on the podcast, but let me see if I can share it a different way. Nope, it's just sharing that page. Dead air, motherfucker. I don't care. Um you hear on this podcast, that's fine. And I love the irony that I watched this episode on my goddamn phone. Uh, I watched Blue Velvet on my that phone. Was, that was funny. Because I had to. I was at work. I, I, I didn't have a choice because I, I literally forgot to watch this week's episodes. Movies. Because I've seen them both. And I'm like, I, but Blue Velvet, I'm like, I can't discuss Blue Velvet. I, it's been 15 years since I've seen that movie. Wow. And there's not a lot going on in that movie, but it is a, it is a specific movie. Like, the scenes... Frighteners is like a, I don't I don't know how to describe this if this is gonna make sense. You, you can watch Frighteners once and kind of describe it to someone. Yes. The general movie, but Blue Velvet, you're you're not gonna be, really be able to. Hit me. Yeah. Hit me. All right. Tell me if you can hear this. Yeah. What, what is this with everybody? No, 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 no. What is it? It's really? Me. It's Why? I'm not, I'm not. I'm serious. Fucking a man. It drives me nuts. Who gives a fucking shit how long a scene is? Okay. 
I love that. <laughs> and he's right. What the fuck? I, I don't like his movies that much, but I love his, him as a person and his approach to stuff. Oh, he's great. I want to do it this long. Fuck you. And I love the fact that she starts, as soon as she realizes she pissed him off, she starts going, no, 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 no. <laughs> do you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready? You want to cut the time down? Fuck you. What is this with everybody? What is No, 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 no. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, he makes me laugh. Like, <laughs> Oh, he's funny. He's funny. He is fucking hilarious. I would love to sit down with him. I kind of want to go to Bob's, I and mean, it's closed now. Yeah. But I want to go there and sit down with him now. I didn't want to when we were in film school. And I'm glad we didn't, because I think he would just yelled at us. <laughs> We'd be like, I'm sorry. What the fuck are you doing to my seat? Get out of here. Enjoy my, my bacon and my coffee. And you guys are here. I'm trying to write the greatest movie ever, Inland Empire. You're here fucking it up. I can't do another goddamn titty scene with two dykes, okay? Yeah. I had to censor out the bush in the last movie. God damn it. That's the weirdest thing in, in Mulholland Drive. You think he did it on purpose? She, like yeah, no, she did. Video? He did. But I think he did it out of respect for the actress because she's like having reservations afterward. But she stands up and he just blurs it out. Interesting. I mean, yeah, but I would just crop the frame. Isabella Rosalina had no problem. Huh? Isabella Rosalina had no problem. No. We're not discussing that movie yet. Um, not yet. We clearly are. Um, well, Frighteners, uh, I think what uh, well, what got what made me laugh the, be- the most on Frighteners was I was watching the intro on the Blu-ray, and the only reason why Lord of the Rings exists is because of this movie. Yeah. Simply because... When they got this movie, they had to buy 35 computers to do those visual effects. And Peter Jackson goes, well, after the movie wrapped, we had all these computers. And we're like, well, what are we going to do? We have to do a big we have to do a big uh, special effects movie. What are we going to do? And I was like, well, let's do Lord of the Rings. <laughs> this is like that, the, the most arbitrary reason. We got a lot of computers we need to use. All right, well, fuck it. Let's do the Lord of the Rings movie. Okay. All right, let's do it. Well, and this is the only Peter Jackson movie I would say I really like. I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. You know that. Yes. So beyond that, I, I, and I haven't seen the, his early horror movies at all. I've never seen those. Interesting. So I've only seen this, The Lord of the Rings, and King Kong, I think, in the you Hobbit movies. See, you didn't see Lovely Bones? I didn't, oh, okay, I did see Lovely Bones. I wouldn't say I love that, though. That's a hard movie to love. No, it, one of us is okay. It, it's all right. It's good, but oh, I can't watch that definitely, again. <laughs> there's definitely a well, no, there's a tonal shift in that movie that makes no sense. Um, I'm trying to remember that the tonal in shift. In the Lovely Bones, the the daughter figures out that the killer is Stanley, Stanley Tucci. Tucci she yeah, has ev- she has proof. She has evidence. Yeah, to close the case and for them to arrest him, and she doesn't give it to the parents right away, because the mom comes back after she's been gone for like six months. And there's a scene where they're just like, she's back. And like the whole point of the last half hour of the movie was to find the killer. Because even Mark Wahlberg approached to uh, Sally Tucci and attacks him. And he like gets arrested for it. And he knows he did it. And then they have the proof. And they don't say anything. So it's like, well, what the fuck are you waiting for? He's right there. Go arrest him. And then he has time to leave. No, it makes and- sense in Zodiac, not in that movie. No, that's a different movie. Yeah, different I'm just scene. saying. That's the difference of your... Yeah, but Lovely Bones right. is a well-made movie, and it is a... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely it's a well-acted fun. movie. 
Yeah, sure. And well, visual. That I remember that visuals for that movie. I don't remember uh, much, but I, I remember liking it. Yeah, it's all right. But the Frighteners not, uh, is yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Frighteners is a lot of fun, but Frighteners is a fun movie. Yeah. But again, it's, it's super dark. It's a dark fucking movie. And um, the one thought, the one plot hole in this movie that I noticed, it kind of was like, oh, that. No, I'm gonna mute you. There's no plot holes. No, there's a big fucking. Plot oh hole. God damn it! Okay, here we a go. Giant fucking plot hole. So is they it, is know. It, is it in Jake Busey's mouth? At this point, they know <laughs> D. Wallace Stone is the murderer. Except for Lucy, who's in complete denial the entire time. No, but no. Oh, at this point, she knows. Okay. Michael J. Fox tells her to go to the house to get her. You got to get her away from her. Like, I don't know if he's talking about the He thinks the mother did it. She thinks he's talking about the mom. He's talking about Lucy. Right, but that doesn't come clear at all. So why would he say anything? Why wouldn't he be clear and say because Lucy? because he just came he back says, from freezing to death? Yeah, I know, but you don't say go no. out of the house. No, That's stupid, stupid. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I will say when I was I watched this for the fifty first time today, and I went, all right, she's going back to the house. Does she not know at this point? She doesn't. I don't think she does. And and this is after fucking the guy, the ghost tells Michael J. Fox. She carved that in my forehead when I got shot. That little yeah, bitch. He, I think he thought she was talking about the mom. No, no he I, knows it's uh, the sister daughter. Well, let me say this. I don't think it's a plot hole. I think Lucy's dumb as shit. Well, whatever. She's well, my least favorite hole, part of the movie. Well, the other plot hole is, why didn't she just kill the mother five years ago? Why is the mother still alive for the I think she needed the mom because the mom was her caretaker to keep her out of prison. That was the deal. No, but she was out of prison. She's been out of prison for like five years. Yeah, because she, she was under house arrest with the mom. That's why. Yeah, she, that's she why went, the social worker is following up on her. Yeah, but she went out and she killed Michael Fox's wife. Yes. So she's clearly able to go kill people. Yeah. Without being found. But why would you kill your mom at that point? Because she's in the way. No, but then she would go back to prison. Is what I'm saying. No, but what? But who needs to know? No one would know. She's killing people now with her boyfriend again. He's killing everybody. Yeah, because, but keep in mind the beginning scene with Lucy, she shows up at the house to look after this this specific thing. If she realized the mom was dead already, she would have turned her in. No, 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 no. She is there. She's she's there because the doctor can't go, remember? She's doing a checkup because he's on vacation. The doctor is. She's just there because the doctor can't be there. So the doctor was going there all the time knowing what was going on. She didn't know. So that's why she had to watch the we had to have the, expo- the expository scene of her watching yeah. the video cassette of the murder at the, at the hospital. They did a good job with that, though. I really thought that was a different actress. <clears throat> I think it is. I don't know. I think they just put some makeup on her. I think it's a, it's a different actress, but she has the same voice. But it looks, she looks exactly the same. It was hot no matter what. Though. Hold on, I'll pull it up. D. Wallace Stone looked good in this movie. She did. I'll be honest. Can I? Crazy with a shotgun. Me at my most honest right now. I didn't realize it was D. Wallace Stone until today. Yeah. When I went, when I went, oh, that's D. Wallace. And then I saw And then you said it like right after that. I was like, oh. That's D. Wallace Stone. Here's the, here's the scene. A seemingly senseless crime. 
Starkweather got 12, 11, I got, I got 12. One more makes Bundy, or Gacy, whatever he says. <laughs> but I, I, uh, when I said that Jake Busey steals it, it's what I mean to say is Jeffrey Combs' movie. Yes. But Jake Busey is, is right there with him. He's having a lot of fun. But this is the movie I quote to my family, and they, they've never seen this. So I do the two quotes from Jeffrey Combs, my favorite quotes. I mean, I've said them on the show before. The, you're violating my territorial bubble. <laughs> and then I do the, my body is a roadmap to pain, <laughs> of pain. <laughs> I did that once because I had so many back problems, you know, and I went in for not surgery, but I got like tested and they're poking the back oh. and he's looking at the scars and I was like, my body's a roadmap of pain. And one guy I've said that to, I don't know, 10 times I've said it. It was like, is, is that from the Frighteners? <laughs> it's like, yes. And he's That's like, amazing. it's a good movie. It's <laughs> like, you're the hilarious. first person to ever get that. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's those two quotes from him are, Oh my God. I love him so much. Bartlett was a sex slave to the Manson family. Yes. Its motive remains a mystery to this day. Bartlett. And it's a good example of the villain, you know, in quotes character, the, the, the federal agent actually being correct while still being yeah. wrong. Like right. I get his motives and he's right in almost every other situation, but it happens to be right now that it's, it's true. And he loses his head over it. Yeah. But doesn't this look like the, uh, the assassination of Robert Kennedy the footage? Well, yeah. It looks like the, 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 um, the, uh, <clears throat> transfer of, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, oh my God. Fucking Kennedy assassination. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald, oh my god. Yeah. Jack Ruby's gonna shoot him. Okay, that's what I'm thinking, sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking Robert and Kennedy and... Yeah, Jack Ruby, yeah, well, he died in the kitchen at the ambassador. That's what I, yeah, that's what I, sorry, this that's is what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they shot him, oh god, they shot him! Definitely what I meant is is uh, the Lee Harvey Oswald. But he stops, yeah. uh, steps out. It's the yeah. exact same, like... Oswald! Yeah, the exact same thing. And we'll, mm. we'll talk about... Uh, JFK here in, a, in the next movie, but. Any comments, Johnny? Got me a score of 12, sir. That's one more than Starkweather. Six years earlier, Charles Starkweather had murdered 11 people in a Nebraska killing spree. Guess that makes me public enemy number one. 15-year-old Patricia and. That's not Preston Bradley. Yeah, she kind of reminds me of Wednesday Adams. Yeah, that's, that's a definite a younger actor. Yeah, now that, I'm, now that I'm purposely looking for that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but in, in the flashback, it's, it's D. Wallstow's voice that they dub. Yeah, with. I can see that. Yeah, because it's, it's like you could tell an older actor's voice over and over. Like when they do that de aging shit nowadays in movies, but they still keep the actor's voice, even though they're 85 years old, you fucking tell. Yes, Nicola Cliff. Nicola Cliff plays young Patricia. Nicola Cliff? Nico <laughs> Yes. Uh Nick's Clit plays Nick's Clit. Oh, but man. I'll say this. Hundred percent great job on casting. Yeah. Looks just fucking like her. It's creepy. I've got sad that this chick that the Lucy girl, I never saw her in anything ever again. Or maybe I'm just I don't remember her in other maybe she's made a hundred movies I've never seen. She her. reminds me of Madeline Stowe in Twelve Monkeys. Yes. Only Madeline Stowe in Twelve Monkeys is a <laughs> terrific actress. 
Yes, she's worked and she's been lots of stuff. This woman, she's my least favorite part of the movie. She is so goddamn weak. It's she, I, I would say if you don't like the movie because of her, I would not blame you. Right, yeah. Especially at Where's, the end. Oh, my God. Yeah. When they do that stupid fucking joke. Where, what was the? Uh, looks like Dammers looks pissed. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, looks yeah. at her and she goes, well, they say when you're a victim. And I was like, oh, God damn. This is just a speed speed joke. Well, yeah. it worked in speed. When, well, you know, referenced it before. You know, it's, exactly. But that's what happens in speed. Yeah. You know, it, Keanu Reeves says it. And then at the end, they're on the thing. And she goes, yeah. they say that when couples start is, you know, it's the same fucking setup and same joke. In the, but this yeah. one is so terrible. This came out two years later. Yeah. Oh. They were watching Speed too much in New Zealand at the time. Um, there's so many goddamn great performances in this movie. Uh, uh, Chai McBride as Cyrus. Yes. Chai McBride is wonderful. <laughs> he's always wonderful. He's funny. He's in a ton of stuff. What? That guy works nonstop, he does. man. He's always he's a, a legal guy. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, always a, a cop or a, a chief, police chief. Michael J. Fox has a joke where he's like, "You died in the '70s, man." He's got the big, yeah. <laughs> big hair, and he's got the suit, like the yeah. white suit. It reminds me of the there's a Black Mirror episode this season, the latest season called Demon '79, where the demon comes and it's 1979, and she's obsessed with this disco guy, so he turns himself into that. He looks just <laughs> reminds me so much of this. Um, but uh, him and then uh, Stewart and it's. And the judge, the very different ghosts, and I feel like it's the inspiration yeah. for the British show Ghosts, and now the American show, which is the guy living with ghosts, <laughs> and yeah, um, that's the premise of this movie, and that sold me as a kid. A guy is with ghosts, and he's a con right. artist, but he's not really, because he can see him, but he uses that. Right. Like I love that additional. Yeah, he can, he's not really a con artist, but he is using them to con people, and I love that additional like layer to it. Well, it's like, how, how can you, but okay, here's the thing that, again, one of the funny parts was when that rich girl, the rich lady hires him, he comes over, she goes, um, excuse me, you're a fraud. You just saw your babies float in the yes. air toward you. Yes. It, no, there's, uh, it's the 90s vibe to it. Oh, yeah. Which is holding up a newspaper. It, it reminded me of Baby's Day Out, that scene. Right, yeah. Or Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, it, I don't know why. It just reminds me of those two things. Right. And the movie as a whole reminds me of the Casper movie, only like for older people. Who are you gonna call? Don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> this one didn't have Ray in it. Or Dan Aykroyd, an embarrassing cameo because he couldn't work that time. He needed coke money. Well, he could. He couldn't work because of big trouble. There's no or, My Girl three coming out. No trouble that movie. Oh man. Yeah. That 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 killed his career. That movie. That was like six years before this, though, or five years. Yeah, it killed us. Is that ninety two? So four years. Yeah, I feel like that's ninety two. That feels way later than it should be. That movie's bad. But oh, it's bad. I, I watched that movie growing up too. Yeah, but it is bad. Well, the best character is the uh, what's his name, Pablo, whatever the smack guy from uh, uh, Last Boy Scout. He was great. Tupac. No, the black, the Hispanic guy. No, I'm just... He, Pablo, his name was Pablo Negrura or something like that. Tupac's in the movie, too. That's why I said that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All around the world, the yeah. same song. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Well, Deck, let's be done with Frighteners. I'll say what? definitely watch it. It's one of my favorite, like, 
I love the oh, yeah. genre bending movies. Yeah. I, I always like movies that combine two opposite genres, like From oh, Dust yeah. Till Dawn. Yeah. This is not nearly as good as From Dust Till Dawn, but it's fun. Like you can show this to your kids, and they're not gonna be scared, and they're not, they're not yeah. gonna understand the horror of later. Because, oh, yeah. like you said, it does get fucking dark. I think it's darker than Blue Velvet, honestly. Blue Velvet's more adult, but it's not as dark. Like, it's just more sexual. Uh, yeah, exactly. The sexual nature of Blue Velvet is what makes it so sort of risque. The sexuality of it. But other than that, it's pretty tame. Yeah, I'm going to give this movie a 7. I'm not going too far I with agree. it. 7 is, is what it's worth. Yeah, and it's got a 7.1 7. on IMDb with 95,000 reviews. So that's, that's accurate. We're right in line. i say that's correct. Yeah. Um, Trini, uh, what is her name? Trini Alvarado. Yeah. She was in Little... I know her from the poster of Little Women, the 94 one. Yeah, that long long time ago. She's in another movie I saw called All Good Things, which is the Ryan Gosling serial killer movie. Not that good. Um, And yeah, she doesn't work that much. Wow. I wonder why. She's probably married to producer. Oh, she's in The Staircase. I've seen that too. I oh. like the staircase. That was the last thing she was in. Um, yeah, let's move on to Blue Velvet. Should I do this background or this? Let's fuck! We'll do this one. Blue Velvet! <laughs> let's fuck, motherfuckers! Call me mommy, mommy. <laughs> Don't fucking look at me! <laughs> I love how many times he yells at her. Don't look at me! <laughs> Don't look at me! Fuck you! <laughs> Don't look at me! I love the fact that she tr- she starts blowing Kyle McLaughlin. Yes. He walks in. So first of all, he's spying on her, so we got that emotion. So okay, well, first and then of all, she starts. I want to go over the emotions in this scene, though. But go ahead. So I just, okay, so I just want to set it up. So Kyle McLaughlin is a kid. He's a college student. College right? kids, yeah. Because so he's, he's home kid. from he's college. His dad, his dad is sick. His dad he randomly was, fell over in the yard. His dad has an attack. He comes back home to take care of his dad and he finds an ear in a yard and he takes it to the cops and he wants to figure out what the mystery of the ear is. I thought you were describing Garden State until you mentioned the ear. <laughs> and the ear belongs to a <laughs> retard girl named Natalie Portman. <laughs> no. He's got to figure out what his friend Peter Sarsgaard. Hold on, let me reenact a scene out of uh, Garden State. Can I, can I listen to that? The shins. This is fucking terrible. This is the shins. This is terrible. Oh, this is too soft. You're a pussy. Yeah. I, I, I like that movie. I liked it, but the more, like, the it, it, yeah. further away you get from it, the more I hate the, it. The less you're 20, the more you hate it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh man, the pixie dream girl, retard girl that's cute and she loves you. And you're like, oh, that's all bullshit. That's you know the funny thing? I don't think Zach Braff would disagree. No, I think Zach Braff is up his own ass. I think he is up his own, but I honestly like, think with I that movie, like he would disagree. He wouldn't disagree. I, I don't like Zach Braff. There's something about him that just makes me mad. Um, yeah. I think he's kind of a prick. I don't know. Something I, about I, him I can see like. that, but I also I also think if we're friends with him, he's one of the greatest friends you could have. Well, but like outside of that, fucking drugs. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're doing he's T-Mobile first. commercials now. Yeah, that's all they got now. That's all they do. Hey, that's all they, they need to do. They're going to be 72 years old doing the T-Mobile commercial. And they're going to be 72 in two weeks. You know what? Scrubs is such a good show that God bless them. 
Yeah, I never got into it, but uh, so so Blue Velvet. I'm sorry. Yes, Blue Velvet. Um, well, I think I was nodding off in the beginning of the movie because I was watching it. And I was, I think I was going back and forth out of sleep. Oh, I, I watched it on my phone, yes. so I definitely can describe to you every single second because oh, I watched, I I understood everything. Well, I figured it out as it went along, but he brings. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. He goes out. He basically Tom McLaughlin is like a 22 year old guy, and he's. He falls in love with a 17-year-old because uh, Laura Dern is supposed to be a high school student. Now, if you're... he brings her along on this journey, and she's the detective's daughter. So I'm like, what? Where did that come from? Like, how did that happen? Oh, I'll tell you here in a second. Okay. Yeah. Oh, something. Here. But I watched the I watched the the movie on my phone, and David Lynch sent me a message about that. Now, if you're playing the movie on a telephone. You will never in a trillion years experience the film. You'll think you have experienced it, but you'll be <clears throat> cheated. It's a, such a sadness that you think you've seen a film on your fucking telephone. Get real. Fantastic. That's the best thing ever. But, but I don't think, I don't agree with him because this is the phone I watched it on. Remember I told you I brought my phone? Yeah, you're fucking. Yeah, look at this. That's amazing. Look at that. That's awful. It's it when I'm using I was like trying to watch it. No, but I watched it on my new phone. Oh good. Much better than this. This is my son's penis. Yeah, it's like a fucking like a lightsaber. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. That's why I when you sent me the message, I'm like, can't see him. I I literally cannot see your messages. Like I saw that you sent that, but I'm like, I had to do this. What? On my phone, <laughs> see anything? That's half the screen. So I'm like, I'm not gonna look at anything for uh, two days. Wow, that's crazy. But I'm, I, sh- I walked in the T-Mobile. I, sorry, get to the movie in a second. But I walked in the T-Mobile last night, and she's like, "What are you here for?" And I was like, "She wasn't a bitch," but I was like, "What are you here for?" I'm like, <laughs> holding my phone. She goes, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah. She literally said Fix that. This. Fix goes, this. And then she started laughing, and my wife looks at me. I'm like, "No, she's right. It's, it's bad." <laughs> she's it's like, "Yeah." Bad. But it's just her reaction was the the perfect. <laughs> oh Jesus oh! Christ! She's <laughs> like, wow. like, that's bad. It's like, yeah, yeah. So here I am. That's bad. Anyway, sorry. This blue velvet. Um, you said you no, didn't know how he got to the daughter. How how did he meet Laura Dern? Was she did he know her before? So he brings the ear into the police station. He meets yes. her dad. He yes. follows up on the ear by going to his house because he says, "Stop by if you want to find more information." Right. And he stops by. The daughter comes outside when he's out there, and then they go on a walk. Um, yada yada yada. That's how they get involved with her. But then, why does he go to Isabella Rossellini's place? Oh, you missed the whole fucking half an hour, didn't you? <laughs> I think I did. Because I, I, like, I, I woke up once he was in her closet. No, I woke up when he was <laughs> getting where, where they go, they go to the bar. And she's oh wow, that's like bar. thirty-five minutes in. And she goes, Hold on. He goes, Do you like you like beer like Heineken? And she's like, it's my oh, first time I, having my it. Dad, my dad likes Bud, the king of oh, beers. Yeah. Like that, I remember that. That's where, I, that's where everything started to click. But for some reason, I was in a foggy mess the first half hour. I was like, What's going on? Who's who? Why? I want to say, <laughs> It's so funny. I watched this on my phone. I understood it better. Oh, good. Well, yeah. Because you saw it before. 
Yeah, but I didn't remember any of this. Um, oh, the okay. beer scene is holy shit. We're talking. It's like... when he, fir- he first sees her at the bar, and she sings "Blue Velvet," and he's like infatuated with her right away. But is he, is she a suspect in the in the ear thing, and that's why they're there? Does the dad say that she's related to some kind of kidnapping case? See, the beer scene that... isn't until after he's already entered her apartment. Okay, here's the beer scene. And oh, I'm sorry. We're uh, 28 no, no, minutes I, in. <laughs> no, okay, fine. Before that. No, but he... It's, he it, honestly... He replaced the fog and the fumigated. It's all from the dad. Because he goes... Yeah. She. He mentions that he was... The, the guy... The guy whose ear it is, is related to this. And then he doesn't really reveal too much information. But then while they're walking... He's he's questioning Laura Dern, and she's like, "Yeah, I, my." He goes, "Your room's right above your dad's office," and she's like, "Yeah." So you must see what's going on in there, right? And she's like, okay. "Well, I did see this," and he said that this woman, and he goes, "Okay." And the next time they're together, he goes, "Hey, I have a plan. Like, if we find out where she works, we can." And she goes, "I already know. Like, I already know what club she sings in." And then then they go to the club. But that's well, after he, that's after he enters her apartment. But same 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 exact reason. Because he goes and he, and he knocks on her door because he says, "Oh, I'm, I'm a. Uh, they sent me here to spray for bugs." And he's spraying her house. Yeah. And then he leaves, and then he because steals some keys that time. do not matter. Yeah, and then he steals her keys. That's why the keys never come up. Yeah, right, he just takes her keys, and that's it. I, mean, I think it's how he sneaks in the apartment later, but that's well, yeah, it. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's how he gets in. Is he has her keys? I forgot about that. So they do yeah, matter. Never mind. I'll take back my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they. I I don't remember this, but I think this is what happened um, with the the dad in the ear because it is the ear of her husband, Isabel, Isabel right. Rosalini's. I think his name is Don or Donnie or something. Something like that. He's yeah. the guy who's dead in the end with the with a sash right. stuffed in his mouth. Yes, yes. I thought it was Dean Stockwell at first. I'm like, why kill I Dean? Too. I did too. I really did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why did you kill Dean? He had nothing. Oh, it's. And I had to look it up afterwards to find out who that character was because we don't fucking see that guy. Can you go to the scene, the Dean Stockwell scene? I know you're obsessed with this. And cue it up because and I really do believe that Tommy Lee Jones stole his JFA kick. Oh, you don't know this from, for certain? From, no, I'm making this up because it is so clearly the correlation between the two characters. It's almost the same character. Well, I'll say this because when you told me that, it was the day I couldn't see my phone. And then, no, it was yet last night. So I did see it. But then I, I forgot it because we're discussing a bunch of shit. And then I start watching the movie today. And I'm watching Dean Stockwell. I'm like, guys, he's reminding me just like of uh, Tommy Lee Jones with JFK. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's what Dick said. Like, yeah. I remembered. And I was like, so I, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, it's, um, it's bizarre. I'm just like, that's did Tommy Lee Jones get that character? Because it's almost like he looks the same. He's got the pale, he's like albino, he's got the white makeup on. Just like that scene he's, where he's, he's in his white makeup fucking Kevin Kevin. He's or, fa- uh, oh, I keep hitting that, I'm sorry. Flash dance. He's Femi. Joe Pesci. Yeah. It's hilarious. I wish oh, he was covered it. in gold like Kevin Bacon. Exactly. But <laughs> You're mine, Mary. You're mine. <laughs> it's such a weird fucking movie. <laughs> well, here, Blue Velvet, you have Dean Stockwell, who's a pimp for women above 65. For his okay. Court. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to say 
David Lynch is always reminding me of a more artsy um, John Waters. Right. And there's no better evidence than what we're looking at right here on screen. Yes. This is a still from every single John Waters movie, where it's just <laughs> these fucking weirdos in a room. John Waters does it more trashy, and John Waters acknowledges that he is trashy. He doesn't deny that. It's going to be a jar of open mustard in the corner. Yeah, David Lynch is more like, this means, I don't want to tell you what it means, but I know what it means. And he's he's definitely more in his own head about it. And he, But in the end, you're looking at the same frame. This is a John Waters frame. Fucking weirdos. Like you said, he's a pimp of women of a certain size who look like they, they sell shoes at Macy's. Here's Suave God Was Dennis Hopper nominated for this movie? I think he might have been. He should have been. Well, this is everybody's like everybody says that this is like one of the greatest villains of it is. history. I don't think you can deny that. Now that you've seen it now for the first time, can you can you say he's not? <laughs> well, I, I, I've seen it like in like subsequent clips throughout my life, so I wasn't surprised by it. If I never saw anything, I would have been like, oh my god. But I'm kind of like, I was aware of it, so I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. It, it's fine. It's Dennis Hopper. I get it. Yeah. I had a different perspective, because I watched this, you know, when did I get into, when did uh, Mulholland Drive? 2002, three somewhere yeah, around there? So I probably watched it in 2004, five. Because like I said, this is one of the last David Lynch ones I watched. Right. And I, and I put this off, because I was like, ah. Because uh, I read the synopsis, I, I don't like sexy thrillers. It's it's my one of my least favorite genres. So well, could you call this a sexy thriller? Because it's not really sexy. No, but that's how sexy, it was. That's how it's yeah. sold to you at the video right, store. Right, exactly, sexy yeah. thriller. Right. So I was like, not, fucking fine, okay. It's not sexy. It's no, kind of it's sad. it is rapey. He it's rapes sad. her o- yeah. over and over. That appears to be what she's there for. Yeah, and she is. Let me just say this. Married. Yeah, well, married yeah. to a guy he killed. And, and he rapes her. He has her son locked, locked in a room. In the back room over here. In at, this room. Dean Stockwell's place, yeah. <laughs> Which is clearly a hotel room. They hit your head. Oh, my God. They hit your head, Tommy. Yeah. She goes in the other room and starts yeah. screaming. Yeah. I love Kyle McLaughlin's 80s hair, though. He's, like, riding a flock of seagulls. Like... <laughs> It is like perfectly combed. Look at that. I love how Brad Dwarf takes one of the sixty-five-year-olds in the car with him to go make out. <laughs> he he starts it's laughing hilarious. so loud in the car. <laughs> you want some beer? Darling, darling, could you bring some glasses? We'll have a beer with Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell you how many Brad Dwarf movies we've seen now. Yeah, I was honestly wondering if he was going to come up because he's only like right there and he's in the car and that's about it. Yeah, he's in, he's in the background. He's in the background with Frank's gang. That's it. I didn't realize till right now he has a name. I think it's Frank. No, it's Raymond. <laughs> no, it's Raymond. Brad Dorf. No, Frank is uh uh. Well, I mean, oh, uh, his name? Uh, <laughs> Dennis uh, Hopper. No, Dennis oh. Hopper's Frank. Frank Booth. Yeah. Which is not to be confused with the Frighteners, which Michael J. Fox is Frank. That's the tie together. Connection. There's our connection. connection. <laughs> yes. Yay, we did it. It's our Frank night. Um, well, let me just say this then. Uh, this is our Frank night. Then, shit. 
I don't have it in this feed, but let me switch over. Because I don't like warm beer. <laughs> this is where he gets pissed off because he doesn't want the Plapsco Ribbon to be warm. Holy shit, where are these? Oh, they must be at the top. I can't drink warm beer. Fuck! I love when he goes, uh, what are you drinking, kid? Uh, yeah. Heineken. What, what, what Fuck like? that! PBR! Paps Blue Ribbon! Fuck that shit! Yeah. Paps Blue Ribbon! <laughs> oh, oh. Price right. Come on. Let's do it right now. Well, that's a long way to go for that one. Right? Yeah. Frank's right. Let's go. And then Frank keeps yelling at her Shut and up, yelling at Frank. him. Yeah. Frank, Jesus. Can't you ever shut up? Yeah, we got that. And we also have this one. Frank, why don't you uh, just go away? Leave me alone. <laughs> I wish Kamigawkin said that. Would you like to hear about a submarine <laughs> in 1945? No! Nobody cares. I'll send you a, a four-hour documentary that I got from YouTube. You watch that. Tell me about it. I lied. <laughs> it was great. Let's fuck! Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I do think you are correct. I'm going to take this off screen. We got the idea. Because I, I immediately thought of JFK. Yeah, when I saw him. And I've only seen JFK twice. You you like that movie a lot more than I do. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. I know it by heart. You are through the looking glass, as you might say. Absolutely. I am. I've only seen it a couple times. It is a good movie, but it's not... I prefer Natural Born Killers by Oliver Stone, which reminds me more of The Frighteners. And that one I have not seen. I've seen that movie <laughs> half wow. the time. I've never, I've never sat down and watched it all the way through. It's like... Eh. No, you, the ending is the best part. You need to watch it for Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, no, I know. I guess his head cut off. I mean, oh God, he is. He is. Him and Robert Downey Jr. are the best parts of that movie. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. for no reason is an Australian like TMZ guy. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> for no reason. And then <laughs> I saw. I saw that part. Yeah, but I think I've seen three quarters of that movie. Yeah. It's a, oh my God, the Robert Downey Jr. Especially the ending with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, fantastic. I, you know I what? I think I, we need to choose that movie here. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'll add that to the list. I'll choose it. So to, just to force you. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those movies you gotta watch. I just Oliver Stone. I, you know, I don't care for Oliver Stone that much. That's why I say I, I like JFK, I, and I. It's I a good movie. Platoon is, yeah, Platoon's overrated. Platoon me. is. I don't, eh. I don't understand the love of Platoon. Like that was a giant movie. It was a huge hit at the box office. That movie carried careers for another 15 years. Yeah. I just like, and it's not that great. It's okay. Like Tom Berenger worked for 15 more years because of that. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Berenger. Oh, God. And then he, like, Wall Street's okay. Wall Street is a quotable movie, but other than that, eh. there's nothing to it. I mean, no. Oliver Stone was more or less a screenwriter, which is what he got to start, but, like, Try directing movies like yeah they're all right I don't know I'm not the biggest Oliver Stone guy I just, no. it's fine though I love JFK even though I know that movie's like 100 bullshit yeah but I still love it it's so entertaining I don't ever care about uh, historical accuracy for my enjoyment of a of a fake movie right yeah it, it you can acknowledge it like this isn't real but after that like Braveheart half that shit didn't happen it was even in the same oh, sen- same yeah. century Braveheart is pretty much 80 percent not true they didn't I wear guess, kilts um, back then. 
In that century, and, they didn't wear kilts. And um, prima nocta wasn't even a real thing. Never happened. No. That was never that was never implemented by any government. Any. It was on rule, but nobody ever did it. But it was. Yeah, it's just it's one of those. Yeah. And kilts. But it works for the movie. Kilts went around for another like 150, 200 years, and right, yeah, just yeah. a bunch of shit that never happened. Like the musical instruments weren't there. And Battle of Sterling. Battle of Sterling was on a bridge, not not a land. Not a goddamn not open field. Like that. That's, that's why he won because it was on a bridge, and they like bottlenecked the. the, the yeah, it's the, a three hundred method. They bottlenecked him, and that's how they won. <laughs> but again, but again, it's like how do you? Re- that's what I'm saying. That on a budget. So I, I get it. Like, I get it. I can I just say I love how your light goes perfectly in the, his head <laughs> right above you? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of perfect. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Uh, except, you know, it's in your eye, neighbor. <laughs> hey, neighbor. Um, Fuck. You know I have a radio, neighbor. <laughs> I have radio, you idiot. You fucking idiot. And that was the other thing. I, like, uh, he ends up playing two parts. He's this. The sharp dressed man, or the, the well dressed yeah. man with the mustache. When he said, said that, that I didn't know what Kyle McLaughlin was talking about. Yeah. He goes, he's here at, dressed as the sharp dressed man. And I go, yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah. does that mean? So that's a, something so, I missed this time around. Right. Because yeah. I watched Wait, it on a fucking oh, phone. Don't watch it on a goddamn fucking phone, you idiot. This is a perfect still from this movie. I just fast forwarded to a random time, and this is what I got. <laughs> like. Yeah, exactly. It's nitrous oxide. I guess he smoked. He's and he, that was Dennis Hopper's idea because originally, um, it's, Lynch it's, wanted him to. It's not nitrous oxide. Him. It's amyl nitrate. Or whatever. It's the stuff they use. Yeah, I like that. Right. The, yeah, it's for it's it's for a uh, fucking. Yeah, they used to do in the seventies. So here's, Bra- here's Brad Dourif. Yeah, <laughs> barely in it. He's in the corner. But yeah. you forget the reason why this cast is in this movie. He just didn't do. So this is all the leftover cast of Dune. Yeah, this is only two years after Dune. Yeah. Which means it's five years after he actually shot the movie. But here's how, like, here's the second best picture of Brad Dourif. The other one's in the car when he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And that's, this is the best you get after that. And the rest is like his hair. And John Nance, I'm Fred. Jack Nance. Jack Nance, his character. He's, I'm Fred. Jack Nance is like one of Lynch's best friends. Right. And he's dead. Yeah, he died and in a really tragic death, actually. It was a really sad story. What happened with that? I'm trying to remember. He got He got hit, up. right? He died. He was died. Yeah, he was beaten up. Yeah, some, he was trying to save some pictures. someone outside a restaurant. I remember we did went into it once. Something like that. And he went home and he didn't go to the hospital. He basically died from his injury. Yeah. I'm something to, like that. We went sad. over that a couple times, but yeah. We also went over 65,000 Twilight Zone deaths that are the exact same thing. So they, yes. it kind of gets a... Yeah, Winchell's Donuts. You kind of get your sense of us. Yep. Um, his death was a result of a brawl in a parking lot outside Winchell's Donuts in Fairfax. Oh, sorry, no, in uh, South Pasadena. Um, blah, blah, blah. No witnesses, blah, blah, blah. Those are good donuts. Died alone in his apartment. Well, when we were in L.A., uh, my wife goes, what's that? And I was like, that's Winchell's Donuts. And she's like, what the hell's that? I'm like, it's like, out here, it's, it's going to be the best donuts you can get. So the next yeah. day, we, we went to Lancaster, where her sister lives, and we got Winchell's. And I'm like, these are so fucking good. Yeah. Because I remember, the only time we ever got that before was in film school. Like, in the morning of yeah. shoots, we would go get Winchell's. But other than that, 
haven't been back there since. But they are good donuts. I yeah, but I was there with you a few times. They were good. You got to go to the go to the great. Uh, um, what was it? The Coyote or no? Um, oh God, what was it? The burrito shop up the road. Fuck. Oh my God. Why am I blanking on the name? It was my favorite place. Great burrito shop. All my little, favorite little places are closed. Stand. All it was was a stand. And they have a chain of them in LA. It was a chain of burrito shops. Oh, here it's but Filibertos. This one, that no, was that one. Uh, oh God, what the fuck? I can't believe I'm forgetting it. Well, while you're thinking, wow, cause you see, when Matt was out here, I'm done. We went to, we went out, uh, me, my ex, and Matt, and then um, like three in the morning, we we stumble into a <laughs> Filibertos and get Mexican food, and he's like, "This is so good." <laughs> oh. I'm like, this place sucks. Oh, yeah. It sucks. Shit. This place is shit, bro. No, but when you're drunk and, and just wandering around at three in the morning, holy oh, shit. Oh, you don't eat anything. It's, oh, it's so, yeah. Everything tastes good. buttery when you're drunk. Like, oh, yeah. just want to. Give it to me. I need to, I need to dry it up. My, I need to soak up my water. Yeah, but if you give it to me sober, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm never coming here again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back and get that Mexican pizza again. Oh man, yeah. I need to tell my wife that you're coming out. We just got to find a time because I need to get time off for that. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I'm not uh, April or May. I'm going to New York for a week. For what? And I have to go see my other buddy, my other friend, who his family. Someone I know. I know. No, no. He's just my buddy. Um, after I met him after our film school. Okay. He works for actually. He works for Thirty Rock. So he's like, you know, he's like, I can try. If you want, I mean, if you want to come with me to work one day, you can hang out on the SNL set. I said, that'd be awesome if you can do it. And he says, it might, I mean, it might happen, might not happen. He goes, I don't know. Don't get, you know, don't get your hopes He's up. not yeah, like whatever. a page, is he? <laughs> no, no, he does the safety. He's the safety, head of safety for all the productions at NBC. Oh, okay. So he's so not he, like he a, a Jack McBride. He's not the, the page. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. he, he gets paid well. He's fine. He, yeah. He, he has his own house in, in Pearl River. So he's fine. He's married now. He has a kid. Just had a kid. So he's fine. But his dad was the cinematographer for CBS. So he did the lights for the NFL. Twilight Zone? And no, no, no. He, was, he wasn't. He was Maybe his, his grandfather might have, but they did that in L.A. In New York. They're New York people. His whole family no, they did. is basically TV, TV New York people. He could have done uh, the some like shots of it. Oh. They did the, you know, the... the th- the random insert shots of New York. Maybe you did some of those. Mm-hmm. All right, Blue Velvet. Um, really simple plot. Yeah. It is, and and I will say, the first time I watched it, I was mostly focused on what is happening. Well, oh just my like God, Paul, Paul oh. Giamatti. Yeah. How he said he saw me three times before he realized, oh, it's a story. No, there's He's definitely. Like, I knew yeah, there was a story, yeah. but I didn't quite focus on it. No. I liked I like the fact that it's like a weird noir story. It's it's definitely a throwback movie where, because even it it would even like fade out in certain in the beginning because it yeah, it, yeah, it kind of yeah. loses its noirness over time. It reminds me of Blood Simple, which right. they're going for that throwback, but this one does the noir thing much better, the story, because it's like the husband and the and the, right. the, the psycho guy. Only this one, it's like adding a, a movie in the 40s with like Humphrey Bogart and ironically her mom, <laughs> like Ingrid Bergman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then throwing in like rape and nudity and violence, and then it just Pretty turns much, back yeah. into the ending of a noir movie. 
Right. And at the end, they have the firefighters wave at you. <laughs> yeah, but it's, that's how it opened. You get that yeah, bookend. And they're just like changed. They're just like, hey. So we have to, we do have to discuss the bird. The bird at the very at end. At the very the end. Where it looks like it's a fake bird. Technically it is, and technically it isn't. Is it a stuffed bird? Is that why you say that? It's a dead, it's a dead bird. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a stuffed bird that they made mechanical. And, oh. and, and, uh, I guess, uh, David Lynch was in, was on the Jonathan Ross show. And he brings it up. He says, what's up with that bird at the end of the movie? He says, oh, it's a real bird. And said, no, it's not. He goes, no, it's a real bird. It's playing a part. That's what he says. It's a bird playing a part. Because basically that bird is dead. Okay. And it's the, other, it's the later scene where it's in yeah. kitchen. That's where he sees it. You get a close look. It looks like a, it looks like a fucking robot. It's right here. Okay, here we go. Sorry, this is what I was trying with to find. Smell, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, it's looks like it looks stop high. motion. Yeah. And he goes back to the flowers. Such an odd like. Well, somebody was trying to say, like, I was reading all the IMDb, you know, reviews and stuff. They're saying this movie is actually about good versus evil. Like, like sure. I would. Is that s- every every movie is like that though. No, I I don't I I, I mean no not no. But if that's how you view it, fine. I would say it's about reality of their world seeping in. Because it right. literally like goes down into the ground and you see the bugs. And like that's the grime that they're really living on. But there's a, they're oblivious up above. Yeah. And at the end, the reason he's holding that thing in his mouth is because that's how it opens. Which is right. they see it now. It's in front of them. We, we know right. that it exists now. And that's a part of our reality. That's how that's I saw just- it. That's why they say it's a strange world. It's a yeah. Because yeah. it's no longer just hidden from them. These these specific yeah. characters, they're like, well, he's eating they the fucking... The, there the he is. He's just eating the goddamn the bug world. right there. Yeah, this dark side of the yeah. small town. Even the smallest town has a dark side. Yeah, it's like some it's random very, very town in North disturbing. Carolina. Yeah. And it has a psycho in there who's huffing fucking nitrate and... Let's bomb! Which I was reading up on, and it's like, it gives the shortest uh, height... What is it? Basically, you you go crazy when you when you sniff this shit oh, for, yeah, for a real that. quick time, but you yeah. like you, you imagine shit like yeah, but yeah, it's it's uh no, uh, I read in Easy Riders Rachel Cool about Hollywood in the seventies and the sixties yeah. and seventies. Guys were doing that at parties. They would have tanks at the parties with cocaine, and they would do this shit and they would fuck like it was designed to fuck. So anytime you would hit that shit, puff that shit, you want to screw, and that's what it was used for. I guess they said like some guys got so bad they disappeared for like six months, and by the time they discovered, they're they're in like a closet holding the tank like like a child, like that was what they were doing for something. No one found them. You just described like a Fallout, the video game Fallout. <laughs> like they always find oh, okay. find people holding weird shit and their skeletons now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're always clutching like a diary, and you read it, and it's like well, that, my family turned on me. I killed them. <laughs> that show's coming out. Yeah, I can't wait. The, the Jonathan Nolan. Good. I didn't realize it was Jonathan Nolan, and I'm so excited. Yeah, Jonathan, yeah that's gonna be good. So that's why I was saying uh, Westworld season five. It's a possibility it could happen on Amazon because now he's working with them. Maybe. And if you're pulling it from HBO Max, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But what would you give a uh, uh, Velvet Creamery? I'm gonna give it a seven as well. 
I think seven is accurate. Yeah, Blue Velvet's I seven. No I idea enjoyed it. What it has. I don't know. Somebody said this is his most 7. accessible 7. film. Accessible? Like, no, it's not. I don't think it's successful to the public. Well, that, this is an art house movie. The most accessible movie he has is that fucking straight, whatever it's called, that lawnmower <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah, the straight story. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw that. That one looks good. I want to see that one. Him. He has that movie, and then Wes Craven has the music from the Heart movie with Meryl Streep, and I'm like, no, yeah, thank you, yeah. no, thank you. <laughs> you guys ventured watch. too far outside your genre. Yeah, I'm just sorry. to prove sorry. something. Sorry, Wes. Yeah, I don't like your horror movies, Wes, which is what you're best at. So yeah, so there you don't go. Don't want to watch, and I'm not putting Wes Craven down, but we've talked about this. It's yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, he, he loves Scream. Yeah, Scream and New Nightmare. After yeah, that, I don't give a I shit about. I don't give a shit about no, Wes Craven. I don't even give a shit about the the original Nightmare on Elm Street. It's an okay movie. It's fine. It's yeah, okay. But those two movies are fucking perfect. Bitch. <laughs> and outside of that, go fuck yourself, Wes. Um, John uh, David Lynch. You know, technically, I got four David Lynch movies I love, which I never thought I'd say. Yeah. And this this might be a fifth. I, I like this a lot more the second time around. Not to, I liked it. I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed it. I really did. I'm glad I'm you glad watched the movie watched you hadn't it. seen before. Yes, I'm very happy about that. I have <clears throat> picked my movie for next week. It is a movie I have not seen. Okay. I don't know if you have. Have you picked your movie yet? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Thank you. I know we talked last time about we need to have our movies ready. Yes. So it's your you're going first next week because I went first this week. So what what is your movie for next week? I want to do the Insider. Ooh, Michael Mann. Yeah, I want to re- rewatch that. Nineteen ninety nine. Yep, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, this is this I, is on I our list. I love that movie. It's great. I I am definitely looking forward to that because it is on that <laughs> it's on that list of movies I've only seen once and I right. want to rewatch it. So CBS cool. corporate. It's telling CBS News what to do. I don't remember any of this. That's I remember funny. it's about cigarettes. Yes. And that's about all I remember. You are correct. It is about yeah. cigarettes. And Russell Crowe. Was he doing a, a Bronx, a Bronx accent for no reason? Because that apparently is what Russell Crowe does if he doesn't speak in his native It's <laughs> it's, 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 kind of, it's very soft. Why is that what he does secondary? I can't do Australian. All right, I'll be from the Bronx. <laughs> Why? <laughs> same. It's the same thing that Ryan Gosling does. Right. I can't talk like this. If I'm not Canadian, it's all from the Bronx. I'm a tough guy. I'm tough. Look at me. I'm Ken. I'm nominated for Best Supporting Actor being Ken. Yeah. This so I chose a movie from one of my favorite directors that I've never seen. Always wanted to. And I think we'll both really enjoy it, actually. Ace in the Hole from 1951. Wow. Billy Wilder movie. All right. Ooh, okay. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Right? It's Ace got in the Hole. Kirk Douglas. <coughs> Kirk Douglas? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to find that critic clip of him. Yes. I know, I know what you meant when you said I love it. you, Spartacus. That, that one. With Tony Curtis and Kirk Douglas scene. Uh, Let's race across the land, and he's on the the cross, and he's bouncing uh, up and down the road. That's so funny. I think you're looking up right now. I am. Critic, <laughs> critic uh, Kirk Douglas. When you, uh, when you said the critic, I knew exactly what you meant. Like this dad Spot is driving. Yes. 
Now nobody knows what crypto this is. Nope. Hold on, I'm trying you to find it. The is... Hello, I've seen I'm Jay a lot of Kirk Douglas's movies. His early movies, like great. Actually, The Bold and Beautiful is an amazing movie. That's a great movie. Uh, the one about Hollywood. That movie's actually very good. That's a masterpiece. All right. Great movie. We'll see when yeah, it starts. It it's not here. Is this it? No. 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 Fast no. forward to it. Red balloon. No, that's red uh, balloon. Revenge of what? The Revenge of the Red Balloon. Okay. Alan Rickman's in that one. Yeah. Nope. The Red Balloon is the dead balloon. Nope, nope, nope. It's Jurassic Park. Yeah. No, this isn't it. Doesn't have like a British accent here in this scene? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think. I love The Critic, yeah. man. The Critic is. Nobody talks about that fucking movie or that show. No. It's so good. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. Uh, okay. I sing that song daily because I go, Nolan, 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 I made you out of cum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll literally sing it out loud to my son. <clears throat> you came for my ball sack. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, here it is. Here, I just found it. Yeah, here it is. That's yeah, it. Here it is. Spartacus. We rigged the chariot of the centurion. And let's rock and roll. <laughs> Nobody gets away from Centurion Buford C. Augustus. Get him, Hoss. <laughs> I love you, Spartacus. <laughs> I love you, Spartacus. It's <laughs> uh, great. Movie. You ever see Spartacus? Yeah. It's a good movie. I like Spartacus. I watched it with Perry. Yeah. Were you not there? Well, I think I might have seen it with you. Yeah. That was the Santa Kubrick movie, technically. Yeah. No, it is. It is a Kubrick movie. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a it's a good movie. I do like Spartacus. That's all I can say about it. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, it's mostly those scenes you've heard about. Yeah. And the rest is just like, yeah. I'm Spartacus! But I watched, like, Cleopatra, and I'm like, this is way better than Spartacus. Like... <laughs> It's a four-hour oh, movie. Really? It's fucking wow. good. Yeah, it is really? a fucking good so movie, good. man. I, I never watched Cleopatra. No, remember when I right before we moved here, I was watching a bunch of all these movies I haven't seen, like really long yeah. ones, like Ben Hur and Cleopatra. Yeah. Ben Hur was good. I like Ben Hur. It's good. Yeah, Cleopatra was fucking phenomenal. I thought that was great. Really, like, fantastic movie. Yeah, both of them were so good. I, and I was waiting. I'm like, because Richard Burton, you know, and her were, you know. Right. On yeah. again, off again. And I was like, uh, but honestly, fucking didn't even think about that when I was watching it. And then it ended. I was wow. like, oh, yeah. What? But yeah, both of them are so goddamn good in that. Um, yeah, okay. So let's do Ace in the Hole. What was your movie again? I wrote the it down. Insider. The Insider and Ace in the Hole. That is a 40 year gap. <laughs> wow. Okay. That works. Um, yeah, 48 year gap between our movies. I wanted to watch a, a throwback movie. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I've seen it. I'll watch that. Yeah. It's on my short list. I've never seen it. Sounds good. Fucking yeah. love Double Indemnity and love Sunset Boulevard. I love Billy oh, yeah. Wilder. Billy Wilder's a genius. So let's do that next time on. All he's dead. Yeah, hold on. I, I, I guess we'll do the outro because I couldn't find the clip fast enough. Phoenix oh, West. Thanks to God. Until next time. In the meantime. I love you.
Alright, bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hollywood is dead. Fuck you. It's dead. Bye. That's fuck! Let's discuss a, a 25-year-old movie and then a 70-year-old movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Alright, bye.